You are listening to the Daily Homily for Magdala in the Holy Land. A leper came to him and kneeling down, begged him and said, If you wish, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, he stretched out his hand, touched the leper and said to him, I do will it be made clean. The leprosy left him immediately, and he was made clean. Then warning him sternly, he dismissed him at once. Then he said to him, See that you tell no one anything, but go show yourself to the priest and offer for your cleansing what Moses prescribed. That will be proof for them. The man went away and began to publicize the whole matter. He spread the report abroad so that it was impossible for Jesus to enter a town openly. He remained outside in deserted places and people kept coming to him from everywhere. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. It's important for us when we're reading the scriptures not just to read one scene, but it's in context. Obviously, every scene has its own import for us, but also there's a bigger context. And today we have this reading of the two battles where the Israelites, God's people, being prepared to be a light to the nations, were defeated. It's a very dark moment in their history, and the Ark of the Covenant was taken. Actually, it was taken to Gaza, as later the story will tell us. But there's a backstory to all of this. Eli's two sons, Hophni and Phinehas, were among the dead. And their story is not glorious because of the corruption of the people at that time. And you can read some more of the first chapters of the book of Samuel to get an idea. And so this also shows us at different times when there's breakdown, it's oftentimes begun in our own hearts. We can't also judge everything that happens in our lives. Some people would go and see every little negative thing that happens as a direct punishment from God, and that's not the way God looks at us. But many times our own actions bring down upon ourselves a lot of consequences. And it's uh, clear because if I let a brick fall on my foot and my foot hurts afterwards, then I'm responsible for that. (laughs) You know, um, if I say things to tease another person, my little brother, and he punches back, well, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of our involvement. And one thing we can never forget is that we're made in the image and likeness of God. And many times, even in formal religious commitment, we can shed that connection. We can live 
for the goals of just physical survival, physical enjoyment, physical dominion. And we lose our own identity, our true identity of being God's children. And many times then when things crash and hurt, it actually becomes a great path of growth. And in the worst times, God is raising up new light. Always. And we have so many stories, and I often go back to some, I know they're shared by many others. But in the dark of the concentration camps, we had Maximilian Kolbe. In the horrible negligence of the world before the poverty, in Calcutta, we had Mother Teresa. In the leper colonies of Hawaii, Molokai, we had Father Damien de Fuster. And so many, many others, but also in every little situation that hasn't been published and publicized, where there's a problem in a family, there's usually one person able to help to carry it forward. There's always a person who rises in virtue in the midst of trouble. And we know already from the first couple of chapters of the book of Samuel that God is preparing Samuel the prophet, a new beginning. And he prepared John the Baptist. They weren't the most glorious of times. There were some people that were answering the call. And maybe we uh, become uh, unjustifiably too depressed about the situation. If we wake up to the reality, all the world would fall apart if it weren't for all the good that's happening in so many people's lives, inspired by the Holy Spirit, whether they know it or not, that's growing in their hearts. How many people are, even in the worst situations, are taking care of little babies, are loving them? And even in war situations, there are people that are protecting others. There are people, I just saw a small little clip of a video today uh, in the course of another, uh, in a context where there was a hospital erected very quickly to look after people injured in war. And it's amazing the good that's happening in that spot. There might be a disaster happening in so many places, but there are people, always people doing good. And God is making saints in the worst of times. And if we see bad situations for the church today, if we see bad situations in society, we should be thinking that God is at work. The kingdom of heaven is among us. And that's what Jesus shows when this leper is cured. And the beauty of the example of Jesus was brought up very well today in a commentary by Tim Gray in his commentary for the Daily Gospel from the Augustine Institute in Denver. And he just illustrated, it's a pretty well-known fact, you know, that the lepers, obviously, from the original biblical rules uh, in the time of the Exodus, after the time of the Exodus in the wilderness, they had to live outside the tent. They couldn't be within the area of the people because they would be contaminated. They had to be outside. They couldn't live together. And so the leper always had to announce that they were in the area so people could stay away from them. And as a result of curing the leper, what happens? Jesus has to stay away. This man spread the report, and it was impossible for Jesus to enter a town openly. He had to stay away. He assumed in his person the separation that the other person 
endured as a leper and was now relieved by Jesus' action. And this is also what we see in so many families. A child gets into terrible trouble. And who goes and assumes the responsibility? The parent. And that happened years ago, and it happens today, and it will happen tomorrow. That's part of the vocation of parents, to live in that close union with God, to have the strength to bear the cross of the other. And it happens between neighbors. There are neighbors who take a lot of hurt from neighbors, and they take it well. And they become saints in the process. And if they, didn't be, if they don't become saints, they really lost an opportunity. <laughs> and this is what life is about. In all the troubles, in all the sufferings, in all the misfortunes, there are people rising to the occasion of grace and becoming transformed as perils of glory forever. Thank you for joining us today. If you want to learn more about Magdala, follow us on YouTube and on Facebook.